Hello, friends. How are we all doing tonight? Welcome to Tuesday after the farm show. I don't know if Miles Krieger has a voice left or not, but we're glad that he joined us on here tonight. So uh, out loud with Ron Stone every Tuesday night, guys. I am in my car heading to Missouri Obviously. for work because tractor pulling parts are very expensive, so I have to work my butt off. So it's all good. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Ron Stone here. We've got the Miles Krieger. Miles, how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. Are you traveling down the road as Jason is, or are you home? No, I just uh, I just did get home. We had had our final swim meet of the season tonight, and uh, got home. <coughs> yeah, so I'm 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 at the I'm at the Krieger abode. At the Krieger abode there in Indiana. How how are the vocal cords, my friend? Uh, it's not been great. Uh, Dan and I had this wild idea that on Saturday night we were going to do the do the wave and uh after the wave concluded on saturday night he was completely out of voice and i was i was i was in the can almost out of voice and then finally <laughs> somewhere somewhere in a pro stock class uh i threw my last uh last little bit and i was out so uh kind of lucky i guess i should say that that dan and i collectively made it and nursed it through but uh um I don't know that either one of us sounded much like an announcer by the time Saturday night finished. I, I do recall you guys doing the wave, and you guys were, were really trying to get the crowd pumped up. So, And, and Dan, I, I, I think you were having some voice issues as well there Saturday night. You were uh, hurting a little bit. Yeah, I come up with something. I don't know exactly what it was, but, you know, after the afternoon session, uh, then we started up the night session – could tell something was going on so it was yeah. just uh you know but we, we we did the we did the wave in memory of butch so that was <laughs> we had to do it so it was it was uh, energetic for it sure was worth, it was were, worth it so yeah you're doing a great job um yeah i could tell my uh dan i could hear it a little bit i mean i sing and, and announce as well and i could hear when you really were pushing it i thought i i, I bet he's hurting a little bit i could tell uh, but been there, done that, been there and done that for sure. So, um, which on that note, you did a, you did a beautiful job with the anthem both nights that, uh, that you sang. I, I had multiple people come by and, and compliment, um, all of the singers, uh, this year, which, which was good and very neat. But I, I had several people speak very highly of, of your, uh, rendition there. So kudos you. to you on that. And, and I, I can only imagine what it's like to do that on a Friday night sold out crowd when there's about 17,000 people staring at you. <laughs> you know what? I do it all summer long. I mean, I don't do it at every pull, but I do it at a lot of pulls. And it just, it's just like, it's part of the job. You know, I just do it. My knees were shaking a little bit. I imagine so. Thursday Mine night, were like, why are my knees shaking? <laughs> yeah. Friday yeah, night same was here. I was going to say, you know, same here. It was, you know, a lot of people had, you know, who is this guy? You know, that was, uh, you know, the biggest thing was who, you know, where, where did he come from? You know, so that was an uh, excellent job. Excellent. Well, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And of course, thank you guys both for coming on. Uh, I did reach out to Leslie and, and she said she was going to be on the road headed for a Monster Jam event. Uh, so she couldn't come on. But um, Dan, give us your uh, give us your overview of what did you take away from uh, Farm Machinery Show 2023? Well, I mean, your top stories are, you know, obviously crowds. Um, crowds were excellent this year. Yes. Um, I think we had three sellouts officially 
And I think Thursday night was almost a sellout is what they were saying. So that was, um, you know, that was, I would have to say that was one of the big storylines was the crowds this year at the farm show. Just everybody uh, was excited. And, you know, like I say, they were selling, you know, tickets like hotcakes. And then you have your, your pulling stories, which I would have to say probably the biggest would be, I would say the colors in the pro stocks. I would yeah. say that was something that we haven't seen in, well, we hadn't seen in, in forever, really, that, right. you know, a blue one, an orange one, and a green one for the finals in the top three. That's that's history there. And then I'd have to say um, Wayne Sullivan winning on his 41st time in Louisville was yeah. has to be up there for, you know, one of the all-time uh, coolest things to happen at that show. Yeah, that, that was cool. I, of course, I was rooting for our outlaw mod, you know, on the preliminary round there on was it the Thursday night, I think. Was it Wednesday night? Wednesday night when the mods ran. Sure. But uh, Wayne Sullivan, you know, I, I, I grew up watching him, the little track close to my house in Ohio. Uh, Eddie Sullivan, Wayne Sullivan, the old Kentucky that had the road action on it. Everything. So that was cool. If our outlaw guy didn't win, I was rooting for rooting for the Sullivan's to get out there and take the win. Always, I always stop and talk to those guys for a long time. So Miles, have you ever seen uh, a, as big a crowd as what there was there on Saturday afternoon? No. Uh, you know, I, I, I guess I'll tell you, like, I've been going to that show since I was a baby. I mean, obviously, I grew up across the river. It was my dad's hometown pool is what he would tell a lot of people. And so... Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've never seen that many people at the expo center. Um, I mean, I finally asked Mike Witt, I said, how do I get from my stage to Broadbent without it taking me 32 minutes? Because Friday, Friday morning, it took me 32 minutes after I got done with my road show to get to Broadbent for the driver's meeting. And I said, I can't spend 32 minutes walking over there. I need to go faster. And he said, well, take the shortcut and cut through Freedom Hall and go out the back door. I said, okay, but you know, no, the crowds were, were incredible. Um, and I think we'll see some press release stuff coming from Kentucky venues and the Kentucky state fair board here shortly that, you know, that tells us that, uh, there was an insane amount of people there that exceeded any kind of capacity you could imagine. And then, you know, from the storyline perspective, uh, there are a few other things that kind of resonated in my mind after kind of getting back and, and studying a little bit more, but you know, the Nichols tire thing in the two-wheel drive side with the sweep of the finals was, was, was a pretty interesting scenario. And, and as to <clears throat> kind of what the future might be for that tire. And then obviously there was a lot of, a lot of discussion and a lot of talk this week about uh, what things were going to look like, you know, from, from adding two sessions of limited pro. And uh, I think they did a fantastic job of kind of living up to the hype and the billing and, and, um, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that our, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with the Gerlock family uh, right here at our home and, and with all the folks I've spoken with as well. So, um, you know, kind of a kind of a bittersweet way to end what was a really awesome week. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think the storylines as a whole, you know, a tie in the Super Farm class uh, was, was something I didn't really kind of anticipate. And then. Um, you know, again, the duel, the fuel kind of swept, like kind of flipped the script a little bit. We went back to more alky heavy this year as opposed to all diesel last year. But then you look at the finals and Kent Payne puts himself right there in the top three again. So, yeah. uh, you know, some pretty awesome stories there. So, um, 
Now, let's get in the background of you guys just a little bit. Dan, you're you're like the pulling historian is what everybody kind of labels you as, as you have all this pulling knowledge. How did you get into pulling? How did you get into announcing? Just tell us the whole story here. Well, the, the pulling part of it, I got, um, let's see, back early 80s, um, we used to go up to the Niagara Falls Convention Center. There was a small arena up there and saw our first family. You know, we went up there and we saw our first pull and I was hooked. That was basically it. Um, and then every time that they would come into the area as far as, you know, outdoors, indoors, uh, we always went to the polls. And at one time, we had quite a few polls in my area. You know, we had Hamburg, New York. We had Syracuse, New York. Um, we had uh, Cayuga, Canada, which was about an hour and a half into Canada. And then we always, they, um, like TNT would always come to Niagara Falls and then Rochester, New York. So, I mean, within, you know, two hours of my house, you know, we had all, all, all kinds of polling going on. So right. it was just a, you know, and then I was big too in the stock car racing as well. And, but like I said, the pulling was always, you know, you, it was always fun to go to watch and all that. So, and then later in, later in life, when I, um, I quit, I, I raced cars for up through 2004. Okay. And at that time, my oldest boy was two years old and I decided, you know, we're like too much time in the garage and I'm like, I can do this later on down the road. So got away from racing and I've always been in the polls in 2005. I was like at the local polls and I'm listening, I'm listening to the guy and I'm like, he's not very good. I'm like, <laughs> I think I could do this, you know? So I just, I called the uh, president at the time and never got back to me. So it was like, okay, well, I guess <laughs> my career's already on, you know, didn't even get going. But then the next year, um, it just so happened, Henry Everman became president. And I told Henry what I was thinking. And he's like, hey, he says, give it a shot. So, you know, I started doing it there. And, and actually, 2006, that was the first year I met Miles. We were up in uh, Fergus, Ontario. We did a pull up there. And uh, I was with the local organization. And Miles was the, the touring announcer. So he was, the, he was the big guy. So I was like, oh, you know, this is this is pretty neat. So that's, that's when I got rolling with that. And, uh, just after time, just, you know, I did, you know, state circuit for, you know, a bunch of years and then started doing Eastern New York as well. And then, uh, then it just kind of, you know, rolled in other things and PPL started asking me to do a few hooks for them. And, and then it just kind of went from there and, you know, and here we are. Now you're one of the voices of the, the National uh, uh, Farm Machinery Show. Very cool. And, and, and Miles, of course, we know uh, you're the Jason. You all right, buddy? You all right? Yep. No, I just um, a little bit of cough. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to cough on top of Miles. Hey, real quick before you talk to Miles, Miles, that Fergus, Ontario, was that NCPA or was that ATPA? So that was the, that. That's the that's the that is a very trick question because. That is the year that ATPA defunct, PPL okay. was formed, and in that particular year, USA Pulling was formed out of the ATPA that failed, and uh, two investors out of Colorado basically bought the rights to a lot of that, and so we ended up going uh, up to Fergus for a two-day deal there. It was a Saturday night, Sunday afternoon. Um, we got rain 
on Sunday afternoon and they drive the track with a helicopter, which is something I've never seen in my life. And, um, but yeah, that was, that was, but we actually did have, we had some fantastic pulling that year. Um, Steve Jacks and Jeremy Nelson loaded up that year and brought both pair of Jacks trucks plus the, the 41 Dodge up and they ran for the USA pulling circuit points that particular year, which included some outlaws hooks included, um, a couple of ITPA hooks and then included this event in Fergus. So there were about 10 hooks that were encompassed in that whole points race. Um, cool. so yeah, it was a, it was a neat deal. And Dan says I was the touring announcer. I thought I was a pretty big deal, but I wasn't much of anything at all. <laughs> I got, I got hum- humbled pretty quick. I made my way across the state line and made it over to the river where Mr. Bennett lived. And he taught me how to be an announcer a few times. And then I met Dan and he taught me how to be a few times. And yeah, I don't know I, about the one, Miles. <laughs> I, I met Art Downs in Illinois and he taught me a few times as well. So <clears throat> I learned, I learned a little bit each way I went. Yeah, I like it. No, I just I was curious about that because I felt like that was that time frame. Of yes, sir. 2000, that would have been summer of 2006. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Now, obviously, you know, for folks watching it, 99.9% of the folks that are watching right now know that Butch Krieger is your, is your dad, um, sure. Miles, but, and you've been around pulling all your life, obviously, but when did you realize, you know, Hey, I think I could do that. You know, mm-hmm. give me a microphone. When, when did that point in your life? When did that happen? Yeah. So I guess I was blessed because the school school system that I went to school in, um, allowed for a basketball broadcasting. We had a radio and television department at my high school, which um, was the very first ever radio station uh, and television department in the state of Indiana for a high school program. So both my brother and I both were able to broadcast basketball and baseball and football games over the radio um, all through high school. And, and, you know, we did weekly broadcasts, read the announcements through the school, that kind of stuff. So, both of us had a little bit of exposure to that kind of scenario. And then um, it was 2002 uh, that I, I did my very first ATPA event. Um, and I, I had done a little bit of here and there type of stuff just on the local level, some hot farm type stuff. But 2002 was my first Grand American event with ATPA and Mears hired me and I went to Salem, Illinois. And then we went to Kankakee, Illinois, and did a few hooks up that way, and then came back down. So, I uh, that was that was really kind of where it all started. And then I, I did maybe four or five hooks a year with ATPA until ATPA folded. And then in 06, that's the summer I really kind of got to experience the outlaws a little bit. I went and did uh, about six hooks with them, and I did three or four hooks with the ITPA and. And went to Fergus, and then the next year, obviously, USA Pulling didn't exist anymore. And I did six or so events with uh, with Outlaws and a few events with PPL. And then after that, it's just been pretty well PPL and NTPA. And then one one Outlaw event where I got to work with you during the COVID year. So yep, that's right. Um, yeah, I, I've I've been really lucky and and really blessed. I had great people like Clint Tucker and uh, Jim Austin and John Mumal. Um, who, who were pushing for me and opening doors for me as well. I, I, I offended my father at John Mumal's funeral where I spoke and I said, I didn't want to be known as Butch Krieger's kid. I wanted to be known as Miles Krieger. I didn't want to just get to announce tractor pulls because I was Butch Krieger's son. I wanted to earn the right to get to announce tractor pulls. And while there are some that I don't necessarily 
fit the mold of the announcing style that they prefer. Um, I've been lucky enough to get to do some really big shows and work with some really awesome people like Dan or uh, I got to work with Jason several times. I got to work with you. So all of us have all shared a microphone at a pool. And uh, the cool thing I look at this is, is, you know, I don't view any of us announcers as competitors. I view us all as peers and I want to learn from each of you and hope that I can bring something from each of you and interject it back in. And I feel like there's enough pie out there for all of us to be able to go and enjoy an event and then come home. And if, if I don't have that event the next year, well, that <laughs> and then hopefully I can find another one to, to fulfill sometime. And, um, but yeah, I mean, my dad was a touring announcer and did for, uh, all my life. So, you know, being at Louisville, um, and watching him and for his 40th year in 19 and, and kind of being there for 20 my first year and then 22 and 23 it's been uh pretty awesome yeah that's that's a great outlook i mean i i just had the thought in my head we've got four announcers on here we'll have to get control of this show or it could go for hours just saying <laughs> yeah so, well the, the 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 blessing for you guys is is i have a three-year-old little boy that doesn't feel very good and a six-year-old oh. and 10-year-old little girl that gotta go to school so uh i'm either gonna have a wife peeking in here pretty soon that says these kids need baths or i'm gonna have little kids crawling on me telling me they need baths <laughs> at any minute so uh certainly i you know i i, I want to uh i also want to highlight something else you know i think from from this week pretty awesome of the Kentucky State Fair Board to announce the Hall of Fame uh, on Saturday night. And, uh, you know, I know my peers uh, had talked to me about it. That was something I knew nothing about, um, you know, going in. Dan didn't even share that with me at all in any kind I of conversation. Yeah, completely, completely locked key. So, um, you know, for my brother and I to be sitting there uh, and, and hear the news that they're one starting this deal and then two dads the first time in, uh, that was a pretty awesome honor. And, you know, the, the last thing I'll touch on from the week is uh, I know there's been a lot of discussion last night on Jason's uh, podcast as well, but pretty neat to see some energy, positive, negative, good, bad coming from full pull bets. And, and Dan and I were pretty excited to be a part of that announcement and that involvement as well. So, you know, I think all of us objectively uh, on this deal right now have a vision and a dream and a goal of what this sport can look like. And I feel like we can all be somewhat closed minded and, and, and shut that off at times, or we can look to the horizon and say, you know what, how do we get there? And, and little things or big things can be in our line to help us get there. So um, certainly that's another big storyline, I think from, from the, you know, the farm show. You know, I think uh, that's, uh, thank you for bringing that up. I think all four of us right here on this show right now, in in, in having uh, a good feeling about full pull bets is all four of us in the end goal, we all want to see pulling elevated uh, to another level that we think all believe it deserves. I mean, would you guys agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This yeah. is um, the, this the first thing, guys. Yeah. This is the first thing, guys, that all three major associations are unified on it. You know, we can't get together on a super farm rule to cover the nation, but this is the first time all the people got together and truly said, hey, this is good for the sport. You know, and Miles, you did an amazing job announcing uh, or, you know, not excuse me, interviewing Chase on the stage. And Chase and, and the people who own Full Pull Bets, the whole idea was to roll this out to the pullers 
at least let them know this is coming before it went public. And that's what, you know, that was kind of some of the secrecy. That was some of the teasing that we did with Beer Money Pulling Team. Um, and Miles helped out as well for the, for the Pullers Happy Hour to get this. But when you want to talk about something that truly can bring money back to the sport, the horse that wins the Kentucky Derby wins $2 million, or the, the guy who owns that horse. And it's not because people like horse racing. It's because of gambling and it's legal sports wagering. And that, that I'm not saying we can win $2 million at a tractor pull, but that's, there's going to be way more money ever coming into the sport. And I think a lot after last night's show, Miles and Dan and Ron, what I took away from it was a lot of the negativity is because of the vagueness of it, but there's right. so much vagueness of it right right now because it has to be. The gaming the gaming commissions have not passed it in all the states yet, and my and Ch- Chase and the ownership group, um, their attorneys are just telling them to lock it down. So he's reaching out to you know people like Miles, people like Dan, people like Jason Schultz, Ron Stone, saying, "Hey, let's keep talking about this. Let's keep it active." And then That's to right. have Adam to have Adam Bauer on our show, Adam Bauer doesn't like social media. Adam Bauer doesn't like talking to people. Okay, That's so right. to have him have him on our show last night and Jeff Hurt. Yep. And Travis Slawball and Tyler Slaw, it was um, it meant a lot to me because those are my pulling heroes. You know, you know, I, I mean, I'm I love it when I can say I got to work with Dan Mayer at Ellsworth, Wisconsin, or I got to work with Miles Krieger at Cloverdale or Gordyville, or I got to work with Ron at the Iowa State Fair. You guys were people that like you're my announcer heroes to say I got to work with you. That's like a feather in my cap. And then for those guys to come on our show last night, I mean, those are my pulling heroes. You know, I mean uh, that that's what it's all about. And to Miles, have them yeah. come on and support it and to be positive, and it's awesome. Miles, do you have to go? Uh, I, I'm going to go here pretty soon, yeah. <laughs> okay. I said you get up there. I was unsure. I, I just... <laughs> no, that's – yeah, I, I – uh, I, and I, like I said, I, I hate to – I don't want to cut – I don't want to cut things short by any means at all because it's awesome to be to be able to be a part of the discussion. You need to stay, you need to stay married, Miles. You need to stay married. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things, I, you know, I, leaving her home – uh, with three littles while I'm gone playing tractor pulling Tuesday through Sunday is uh, is a pretty big burden. Not to mention we're in the middle of lambing season and we've got uh, four more ewes that are supposed to be having babies any day now. So we've got 29 babies on the in the barn and we've got uh, four more moms to deliver here in the next uh, three to four days. So uh, short 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 nights are around here right now. But uh, you know, guys, I, like I said, I, I want to join you again sometime. And Ron, if you have any other questions, I can answer for you while I'm on here. I want to. Uh, I don't want to. Don't want to control the whole conversation here in the short period. You just let us know when you got to go, buddy. Uh, um, Dan, let, let's go back to Dan real quick. Dan, I want to touch on the historian part that you play in pulling. You have a lot of knowledge up here about pulling and, and who won what pull, the Indy Super Pool in, in you know 1979 or what have you. And I have to say thank you to you because you helped me complete my Pulling Power a magazine collection a few oh, years ago. Yeah. I don't know if you I remember, remember that. Yeah, I had I like, I think there were two editions that I did not have. And I seen you put those up for sale. And of the few that you had, you had the two. It's like, Dan, I got to have those. And now I have all of them. So thank you for that. But but tell us a little bit about your knowledge of, I mean, where does that come from? Just just the hunger for it or, or what? Well, yeah, that, you know, uh, what, growing up, like, in the 80s, you know, pulling, I mean, literally, people don't remember that, but pulling was on literally from 1987 up through, like, you know, early 90s, every day at 5 o'clock on ESPN. You know, Miles' dad was, was big into that, you know, was big on that. You know, he was part of the broadcast. 
So, like, there was pulling on. You turn on ESPN at five o'clock on Monday through Friday. You saw pulling. So it was. It just. It just worked its way there. And then, you know, you always. I. I always. You know. And then I get the magazines and subscribe to this, subscribe to that, and you know, I just. I always just stayed in contact with it. And I had 1995. Um, I had a, a pretty bad accident and hurt my hand really bad. My right hand. Uh, while I was in college and had about a year, year and a half where I couldn't work. So it was like, you know, and I'm at that time, the internet was kind of new. So I was like, I saw a drag list website and it's still out there. It's, you know, it lists every drag racer that was ever, ever made, you know, ever ran down a track. Right. And I kind of got the idea. I'm like, why couldn't I do that with Poland? So that, kind of got me going with putting lists and stuff together and trying to get champions, you know, because nobody, if you, you go back and, you know, try to find champions for everything. Good luck. You know, it was like, yeah. you know, and, and sure. Bowling Green was, was one that was really good because all their old programs, you know, like the first year I went to Bowling Green, I think was 86 and like the pro, I, you know, the program had all the past winners in there. So it was, you know, that wasn't too hard, but I mean, but, all these other organizations, it was crazy because nobody kept any of that stuff. So yeah. I'm like, you know, and then I started asking pullers and then pullers asked somebody else. And before you know it, we I think I've pretty much got everything. Um, I've actually, it was, it was funny because we were at a um, fish restaurant the other day in Louisville or outside of Louisville. We kind of, we used to always go there every Friday with Butch for the last, I don't know how many years. So kind of like in memory of Butch thing, we, we went to the, the fish restaurant and had a gentleman that was watching the live stream. He came up and started talking and we got talking and he told me, he says, Hey, he says, I got a whole bin of uh, farm show stuff. He says that, you know, I, I kept programs and this and that. And he says, if you know, if you want to, you know, check things out, you know, he says, come and grab them from me. And, you know, so, I mean, so that that's really what, you know, so we'll be able to get some more farm show stuff awesome. um, because we, I think we have just about all the winners. Um, Brian Lively helped me with that one. We we've been working on that. We tried to get that done before the 50th anniversary, and uh, but it's just all these different things. But it's just that you know, and I've got somebody building a, a new website for me, so it that should be out here pretty. You know, I'm hoping within the next month or so. So it's, cool. uh, it'll be you know point and click everything, so it'll be and really that's pulling reference, nice right, Dan? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. It'll be uh, new and improved. Yeah, I just want to make so sure everybody knows we're talking about. Point, yeah. point reference.com, everybody. So, yeah. Okay. So, so there, yeah, there actually is a website uh, so, uh, in addition to Facebook page. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I just usually Facebook, I just, um, I just put, you know, pictures and I was, um, photo Joe and I come to, uh, this past October, we come to a, a deal and I, um, I have the rights to all his videos, all his pictures. Um, did that this past October. He was, he just completely wanted out of everything. So it, uh, so that's been another work in progress. I mean, you know, 2 million negatives or whatever is in, wow. you know, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, don't, yeah, don't mention it to my wife because it's, yeah, it's, and videos. And there's, you know, I mean, they're most of them are still on VHS and they're, yeah. you know, there's just tubs and tubs of videos and stuff. So it's, but it's but if that's just gone, it you know you don't you know you got to keep it going. So no, I mean, but 
but what you do is cool because there wasn't anyone out there that, I mean, uh, we were talking about the ATPA. It went away. You know, who's documenting those champions, you know? Right. So, right. I mean, it's needed. What you're doing is needed in the sport. Yeah, people remember it, but eventually, you know, people people pass. You know, a lot of our heroes Dan. from back then yeah. passed, you know? Dan's yeah. like a disciple. He's like a disciple. He's writing the Bible, <laughs> the Pauline Bible. I really appreciate that. Well, I mean, even even like the outlaws. I mean, I, I thought, you know, um, actually Joe and Carol had helped me a lot with that because they had all the old outlaw programs back to when they started. So it was one of those where, we're, you know, we're going through programs trying to figure out, you know, even all the outlaw champions, you know, and it was yeah. and we're like, well, let's let's see where they officially started, you know, and then we'll go from there. And so it was, uh, it was a lot of work. But uh hey, what yeah. were some of the magazines growing up? Like, I remember, like, it was like Power Tracks. Like, everybody jump in the comments. It'd be fun to hear well, like, what magazine. Well, you, you you could go to the grocery store and you could buy um, truck pulls was a big one. Yep. Um, the off-road truck pulls were big. Um, and Ron had mentioned pulling power. Pulling power, you had to go, like, to the Walden Books. You yep. couldn't get that one at the, the uh, you couldn't get that one at the, at the, you know, your grocery store. You had to go. But off-road magazine, I can remember walking down the aisle and you see Orange Blossom Special on the front of it, and it just, you know, it's crazy, you know. And yeah. and uh, I had a chance to uh, meet Alan back, oh, boy, uh, one of the years during Louisville. I want to say it was probably 13 or 14. I went over and visited Alan over in Georgetown, and it was just like meeting one of your, your childhood icons. You know, it was it was amazing, you know. So we talked for, my gosh, we talked for – three or four hours. And then, you know, he, uh, he signed a bunch of stuff for me that I had, and, you know, it, uh, I mean, you know, I was a 10 year old kid and I got a little orange blossom for Christmas, you know, I mean, you know, that's, yep. uh, I remember know, that. but, you know, so you had, you know, which was cool this weekend, Dan Patrick was there at the farm show. Now you, you all remember Dan Patrick, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, the, uh, the funny car, you know, before he, he did all the, uh, monster truck stuff. So, I mean, <laughs> that's the kind of thing, you know, a lot of people don't realize, um, you know, and then you had like the NTPA had their polar magazine, TNT had their power tracks magazine. So everybody had, you know, but I mean, it was, I mean, the new, you know, the, when the stuff came in the mail every month, it was, you know, you had a stack of stuff, you know, it was, uh, and then I just never threw it out. I always kept it and yeah, much to my wife's chagrin, but yes, I, I still have <laughs> Dan, I can remember yeah. that the the pulling power magazines when, because when they first came out, they were seasonal. They were like fall and winter. Yeah, and there was four of them. Four yep, they were, yep. And I can remember going to the newsstand and hoping, my fingers crossed, that the new one would be in and it wouldn't be there. And I'd be like, oh. But you know, opening those old ones, like the first issue and stuff, it just kind of brings back memories from that time. It's crazy. Uh, those yep. old pulling magazines, but. Uh, Go ahead, Jason. You had a question for Dan. You no, know, I was just going to say um, uh, to Dan, it kind of just feels like, um, oh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. Forget it. Forget it. You keep going. I'm trying to, I, I got to focus on the road. As <laughs> <laughs> he's going through a cornfield. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you mentioned Dan Patrick. You know, I, I have pictures from him at Taze Valley from the early 70s pulling a single engine. I can't remember if it was a cock shed or what kind of tractor it was, but 
uh, and it, it was black with flames on it. You know, it always had to have flames on it. But, uh, yeah, um, um, Leslie actually had talked to him, ran into him, and he had said he had ran at the farm show 78, I think she said, was the last year that he ran at the farm show. He had the twin wow. engine at the time. But, okay. uh, yeah, he was, uh, you know. And then, of course, see, the, you know, you know. Had the funny car, the, you know. The play school made the toy out of, you know, the, the warlord. Yep. That, that was cool. And then he got yep. into mom's yep. trucks. And, and then and, uh, Dave Bennett's uh, neighbors there, the Gewins, with the black gold truck. Yep. And uh, they made that one. And, you know, and uh, I think, I thought Dave, uh, he might have driven the one. The really? husband's truck. Yeah, he, Dave had driven. Oh, I think. Uh, yep, yep. He had driven a couple of them over the years. And, uh, but yeah, it was, it's pretty neat, you know. And, and like you say, that was back when, when, Pulling was, you know, going coast to coast. You know, yeah. they would run out in, you know, California, up in Seattle, and all, you know, all over the place. And you follow it in the magazines, and you know, and then it just kind of slowly but surely, it just kind of, you know, started, go, you know, getting getting away right. from that. Yeah, yeah, you know, in the the mid to late '80s, pulling was just massive. I mean, mm -hmm. filling stadiums with with fans to come to the pools. Um, I can remember the, the pictures of the pools in, in Florida, even the stands were just packed standing room only monster trucks. I think, I mean, Dan, your opinion, I think monster trucks took a little bit of that. Uh, well, they took a whole bunch. Like, uh, I mean, you know, they were, they were, there he is. There's, there's the three-year-old. We're, get, we're getting ready to put this little guy to bed here real soon. He's, Future he's, track uh, he just pulling out there, there, Miles. Yep. Get him. Let's get him. Tractor pull sometime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got to be old enough, he said. Yeah, be old enough. He wants to play Monster Jam. That's what he's excited about. We're going to play Monster Jam tomorrow. We went to Monster Jam a couple weeks ago and had a ball. So, yeah, give me give me two minutes and I'll be right back. With You're good, Miles. <laughs> But no, it, like you talked about, Ron, it, it monster trucks did take away from it. I mean, and then eventually, um, actually, I had talked to Mike out about this this weekend because Mike was big with um, the U.S. Hot Rod when they, after they purchased TNT Motorsports, and they, you know, they acquired Gravedigger and all the big names at that time, and he had talked about how they had, you know, the uh, the guy in charge, Mancuso, Charlie Mancuso, had decided, you know. Pulling's too expensive. He says, you know, they lost the red man money. And he says, it just got to the point where he says, you know, we, we you know, if you can find a way to, to pay for it, we can do it. But, and then Mike said, it just kind of dried up. And, you know, that was, uh, they decided to go at monster trucks. He said, you know, cheap stuff like quads. And, and that was it for stadium pulling, you know, so. But. So can we ever get back there again, Dan, in your opinion, can we ever get back to that? What it was late eighties, early nineties. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, you know what, I'm going to put, I'm going to, I'm going to say maybe, I'm going to say maybe, I mean, you never know. I mean, there's always, I agree with Dan, you know, I mean, we, uh, I think it has to be exhibition again, Dan, you know, I mean, like you oh, say, with, you, the, you know, me. the full, with, with the full pull bets, you know, I mean, it, the sky's the limit really. I mean, you know, it just it's going to be a work in progress and, you know, just everybody just, you know, hang on and, and, 
you know, and help promote things. And, yeah. but uh, there, there's a good possibility you could, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, get, I, out I, of rural, I get out of rural America and get back into the, you know, exactly. the cities. And cause when you look at like, you know, pulling in general, what is the, what is the, what city has the biggest pull? And that's got to be Louisville. Yeah. No other pool is near a big city. I mean, really, when you think about it, yeah. you know, so Louisville's really the biggest, you know, that, that we have. So we need to get, you know, back to that. So we'll yeah. see what happens. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm one of the promoters at the Cowtown Showdown in Kansas City. And oh, okay. I, I, I can tell you it's it. And I think this is this is pulling in general is bridging that gap because you have folks that are ag related, have anything to do with with agriculture. They know about pulling, and that's that's the bulk of our fans. But in the 80s, I don't think it was that way. I think we encompassed, you know, people from the suburbs and from the cities. And and now it's kind of drifted apart again. And people will still, I'm sure you guys get this question, well, what is a tractor pull sometimes? What what are they pulling? What are they doing? I mean, have you guys heard those questions before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, but but I think you've got your okay. You've got your ag people that like the tractors, but then you have your hot rod people that like noise. You know, and and I think yeah. that's where we need to, you know, bring those hot rod people in back. You know, everybody likes drag racing. People like stock cars. You know, so I think that kind of ties in. Right. And years ago, I think that helped because you know you could go into you know Madison Square Garden and put on a pole, and and the place was packed. Yeah. You know, so I mean it. You know, people were just curious and, you know, they, they put on, you know, it was a show. Yeah. Miles, hey Dan, did you, sorry. Sorry, Dan, did you, did you announce the Mac trailer winter nationals last year? Uh, yes. Miles, Miles and I did. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get to go, but I sent my team down there to get video. And I, you know, I talked to Mike God about this, but I was told it felt different. Like these truckers and that's in the mid American truck show, the biggest truck show in the world, I'm pretty sure. And they, you know, there was 9,000 people there is what Mike Ott told me. Um, and he he said it felt a little, it was a different fan base than maybe our traditional, like, Louisville Louisville crowd. I'm trying to say Louisville, right? Because I've been getting picked on about Louisville. all the time. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. So, um, <laughs> but can you talk something? I mean, that's, you know, I mean, what made me think of that, Dan, was you said something about the spark plug crowd, you know, or the hot rod crowd, you know, but to have that trucking crowd, if you will, come in and, and see the pros and the minis and, and the super semis in there. And I don't remember all the classes that were there last year. I think there was four. I'm missing one of them. But um, super did, stuff. Did it, super stuff. Yeah. yeah. Did it feel different last year? Like was it a different crowd? I think yes. so. I mean, it was. It were they were, you know, different to different things. I mean, it was. You know, they were right off the get go. They were, you know, curious what what, what they saw and. You know, it wasn't like the farm show crowd where they most of them had been there for many years. You know, this was, uh, yeah. you know, something new and something exciting. And, you know, right from the, you know, the opening ceremonies, people were, you know, people were hooked on it. And I think they're going to do well again this year. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to come back and say, hey, what we saw last year was a good show. So, we'll, you know, we'll see. We'd like to see it again. Yep. And then to Jeremy's point on the screen, you touch on this, you know, Ron asked you that question, Dan. You know, could we ever get back to that? And I think, you know, remember, monster trucks were kind of the gimmick at those earlier truck and tractor pulls. I think you, if you could bring it, you know, a couple of three or four engine mods in or a big, you know, diesel smoker, you know, kind of do some exhibitions with stuff like that. I think that would be a way, Dan, to reintroduce 
pulling back into that. But at the same time, I mean, Monster Jam is its own franchise. It's freaking right. huge. Right. So, but and and like I said, they don't have they don't have any room for, you know, anything else really. You know, their shows are you know concise to the point. You know, yep. and, and that's what they that's what they built. You know, so it's you know come in, do the pit party, do the show, and then afterward do autographs and and sell, sell, sell. You know, and and it well, works. Our, you know, yeah. You know. But Monster Jam's a business, and pulling right. still is a hobby. I mean, I'm not you know I'm not saying the Outlaws and the PPL and the NTPA those are professionally run organizations, but most of our pullers or all of our pullers have real jobs. And I think that's where I'm really hoping with full pull bets. If we can maybe transfer this into the hobby into that professional sports a little bit, we can do more of these interview parties and, you know, sponsor parties and really truly get there. Cause right now you got some guys are rolling in, you know, two hours before the poll cause they had to work until noon. And um, I don't know. It's just, it's exciting. It's just exciting for all of that. But monster jam is a well oiled machine. It's a billion. I mean, I'm sure it's a billion dollar industry. Doesn't Disney own it now or ESPN or something? Failed entertainment. Failed. They own Disney on Ice and a couple other entities, but yeah. Yeah, so that's how I put that together. So. It, it's still Feld, isn't it? Is it still Feld? Yeah, Feld owns it, but they own Disney on they Ice. They own the trucks, Miles. Right? They own all the trucks now, right? <clears throat> like there are still some that are private, independent, hired. But but yeah, I mean the the ones that you're seeing on the T-shirts and the ones that you're seeing on the commercials are they're owned by the people that you know by Feld. Yeah, Miles. I don't know if you heard the, all the all the conversation we were we kind of were touching on. You know, if we can get back to the, I say the glory days of pulling when you know it was standing room only at big events and filling yep. stadiums. You know, you know how do we get there? How do we get back to that? Or can we? Sure, sure. I would love that. Uh, you know, I think the, <laughs> I think the thing we've 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 always kind of had with our sport is this sort of ingenuity. But the thing we, we sort of lost the vision on was the idea of, you know, in, in the mid-80s, people were winning pulling events. And if they won a point series, they got a new Chevy truck. Yep. And, you know, they were doing some really, really big things in that era. And then all of a sudden, you know, the downside is in that, that, that regard, we stopped. And, you know, all that was, you know, corporate America started to grow. Things started to change. Economic downturns come and go. And, but the pulling fan hasn't changed. I mean, it, it, you know, the people that are the nuts and bolts in the core of who we are, they're, they're the same person that sort of, you know, 18 to 65 year old that does a lot of their own work on their own equipment and has a desire to get their hands dirty. And on a weekend on a Saturday night has an extra $25. And instead of going to the drive in or doing something different, they want to go watch some horsepower and watch people tear stuff up. And that's where we kind of have always been able to come into the game and, um, you know, the truck show was a perfect example of that because, I mean, I told Dan, I mean, obviously blessing to be able to be on the microphone for both those events in Louisville, but I, I had a lot of fun, just fun at that, that event. Um, the farm show is, um, for me, it's, it's so much of, uh, the history and the kind of idea of everything that it, it brings with it, that there are times where I almost feel like um with everything i have to do that you know i i i just don't even get to sleep that week that i'm down there uh you know so walking in on a saturday afternoon at two o'clock and turning the microphone on at four o'clock and being done at nine o'clock 
Um, and that was, I mean, that was, that was the gist of it. We walked in, got our marching orders right before we turned the mics on, turned the mics on, talked about the pullers, and then we were done. And that was a big. That has to feel weird. Enjoyed. That has to feel weird. <laughs> so you know, in Louisville, the opposite direction of pulling there—that was something interesting as well. And yeah. uh, you know, so watching them pull out the door as opposed towards the wall where the sand pile is, uh, and and Terry Blackburn made all of our hearts race just a little bit when he almost hit the wall. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, all of those elements are pretty awesome and pretty unique. But uh, I'm going to jump off of here and get a little boy to sleep. And if I'm going to try to jump back on, if I can, and maybe I can rejoin you here. Let me. Thanks, Miles. Appreciate it. Thank you all for having me. Thank you for coming. So you now talking about pulling, we're talking about uh, trying to get, get back to those glory days. Um, and, and Miles said, you know, the, the, the fans are the same. Uh, some of the generations, the newer generations uh, of fans, you know, I don't know if it's just, you know, if, if our culture is changing or what. But I can tell you back, for instance, if a monster truck almost slid off a car, you know, back in the early days, they just kind of crept over the cars, you know. they If they slid off to one side, you heard uh, a collective, oh, like, yeah. you know, is he going to yeah. roll over? You know, now it's got to blow up. You know, it's got to shoot parts out on the track and catch on fire. <laughs> Uh, can we do that? Can we, can we, can we get those fans and, and, and keep them as fans and pulling? You know, that, that's one thing that I think you have to look at as far as do you, do you need to change the formula for something? I, because pulling's biggest downfall is the downtime is between the hooks. So you have to figure out some way to, you know, a either. I mean, you really can't speed it up because you know. I mean, track work is track work, and right. you get the best of the best out there. But you've still got a couple minutes that you, you there's nothing going on. So it's a you neither you have to entertain the kids somehow in between. You know, I mean, years ago they did it with gorillas and chickens and <laughs> name it. You know, but uh, two wheel drive you know, ambulances and yeah, yeah, just <laughs> exhibition stuff. But you still had that you know, you still had that downtime. So it's like, you know, so I, I think you need, you know, everybody kind of needs to to look at that. I mean, a, you know, a two track show, no problem. Right. But when you're in an arena with one track, it's like, okay, what do, you know, how do we, what do we do? You know, there's gotta be some way to, you know, to entertain because, you know, I know when I, when like my oldest boy, when he, he was, you know, young and we'd go to the polls that was the biggest thing, you know, like in between he would have to, you know, find something to do, right. you know, when he was pulling, he was great, you know, but when there was nothing going on, he just, you know, he needed something to keep him occupied. So I think that's what they need to, to really look at, you know, to, to really get the, you know, yeah. If you want to get, you got an arena full of kids. I mean, you got to entertain them. You know, there's some, you know, yeah, the re the replace, the big screens are also important. Uh, you know the, the fast measurement systems. You know, the laser's great. We're, we've uh, you know we've been using the GPS system for a couple of years now, which seems to be even faster than the laser, uh, which is great. And we have have really narrowed that that little window down uh, as much as possible. But yeah, those big screens are super important. Um, and, and I think too that uh, you know I'm going to throw a personal opinion out there, but and and we need to watch promoters need to watch what classes they choose as far as 
classes that may look the same. Quality, uh, right. You and I know the difference between a limited pro and a pro and a super farm and a light pro, you know, but to a new fan, they don't, they honestly don't have a clue. You know, the difference between a light pro and a limited pro and a, and a pro, you know, and they look the same to them. So I think to the promoters, they have to be careful uh, with class selection uh, and where we put those classes too. Uh, so the more you can deviate and give them some variety, I think the better. But for the pulling fans like you and I, we're going to, you know, we're going to eat that up regardless. But to draw new fans, we need to give them some variety. So I think, and that's just my opinion. Well, I agree with it because I, you know, I know a lot of shows, you know, you know, the competition director will go, you know, smoke, noise, smoke, noise. If you got a right. single track, just to kind of, you know, like you say, just for that reason, just to try to, you know, keep, keep everybody, you know, entertained, you know, and then, Hey, we, you know, now we know what we're looking at, you know, and, and so I, you know, it kind of takes, you know, you got the hot rock guys and in, in your, your, you know, the, the folks that like the farm tractors, you know, yeah. so it, uh, you know, so what, uh, Oh, there, there's my dad actually chiming in there. You got a typo there, dad, by the way, <laughs> big screen, three plays and past Past history clips on the replay. That's a good idea. He, he didn't tell me that before, but he tells me on the show. So that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> He's just in the other room. I'm here in Ohio visiting. So ah, okay. <laughs> so what's 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 new for the farm show next year? I mean, is there anything big coming you, that you know of, or not as of yet? I mean, you know, everything is the year moves on, and you know, we'll see what what happens with that, but. You know, it, I think it's just, you know, just building up, you know, every year and just gets bigger and better. Like Miles had mentioned, you know, all the work they've done in Freedom Hall this year, you know, they're still working on, you know, work in progress on the speaker system. I know, you know, they, right. had, they had mentioned that, you know, this, this year wasn't going to be, you know, the fix, but they were going to work on it. And, you know, they knew it wasn't going to be perfect. So just, you know, work in progress. So I, you know, I, you know, I would look for stuff like that. Uh, you know, I mean, you you look at Freedom Hall. I mean, it, it really, you know, has, has lasted, you know, the, the, you know, through all the times. I mean, I think it was the early 80s they lifted it or they, no, they dug it out. Okay. Because it used to be, it used to be, I don't think the lower bowl was there and they dug it out and then, then they, huh. you know, they, that's what they yeah. actually, you know, made it. Because um, if you. I've got old pictures where you can see like there's it's the upper level and then that's it. And then they, I think somebody had told me they dug it out. I want to say like 82, 83 might've been right around there. And they, you know, so they increased the seating capacity of it. So, okay. but I mean like the new signboards this year were excellent and, yep. you know, a lot of different things. So I, I think they're, you know, really looking, looking forward to keeping it, you know, keep with them upgrades, you know, as a suggestion for you guys, I mean, to benefit the announcers, uh, maybe they can bring in a monitor system for you guys next year. Um, I know you guys both are kind of ailing uh, with your voices right now. The better you can hear yourselves, of course, you know, that the, the less you'll try to push your voice. Um, and I think that might be what you guys are kind of ailing from is you guys were really pushing it to hear yourselves. People that's never announced or saying, um, don't realize that if you can't hear yourself or hear yourself 
as loud as you normally do, just speaking in conversation, that you will push your voice. And it's almost like you can't help it. You push it. And Dan, you know this. You push it to hear yourself, though you may not ever hear it. And then before you realize it, the damage is already done. So, um, yeah, that would just be a suggestion I would have for the for the fair committee there if they could get you guys a monitor system down there on the floor uh, where you can hear your own voices. Well, I think, too, a lot of it has to do with, like, you know, your two-wheel drives and your modified class. You know, you, you've, you know, okay, so you can't really hear in the arena – but you've got a live stream audience. You gotta, you gotta continue right. to try to say something, you know. So that's really a lot to do in, in, you know how it is trying to talk over a modified or a yeah. you know, two wheel drive, you know. It's just, you, you know, you're, but you're hurting your voice doing it. Right. You know what I mean? But you have yeah. to say something, otherwise the live stream is there's nothing going on. So, you know, like you say it, that you know that's another thing that, you know, it hurts it. But you know, you you got to do what you got to do yeah. and. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll work on that. I, that's the first time I've ever, I've, I've never lost my voice at a poll. And that was the first time. So, I, you know, it's like, gotta, gotta work on something there to, to you know, to, to help. In ear systems, too, Dan. You could use an in ear system, but one. Well, that's what they're talking about for next year. The, okay. um, the folks with the sound and everything, it said each one of us is supposed to have something in ear next year. Yeah, that's so great. We're, we're working awesome. on that. So they had, uh, the one, uh, the one guy in charge had, had talked about that. So we'll see, you, could, you know, we'll see, you, hopefully. You could tell they were tweaking with the system, you know, right. with each show. Right. Um, honestly, and it depends on where you're sitting in there. Um, you know, I where we were sitting uh, there on the lower level, uh, probably about the 75-foot mark. Um, on Wednesday night, you guys were just seriously muffled. I mean, we couldn't tell. I was literally watching the, the closed captioning board. On Thursday night, you guys were clear as a bell. Um, and then Miles was a little bit low, and they brought him up. You could tell they were tweaking uh, and turning some knobs and trying to get it right. So, And, and I heard they had a brand-new system, which that's awesome. So, um, Yeah, it, was, it wasn't brand – it was like they brought in speakers or something. I mean, it wasn't like, you okay. know, they, they said they were – you know, they said they were going to improve it, but it wasn't, they knew it wasn't going to be a hundred percent. So that, but that was, you know, pretty much what they could do to help. So, you know, that's, so then they worked with that and hopefully maybe next year the, they might have a, a new system. So we'll, okay. we'll see where that goes, but hopefully well, that would, uh, that'd be nice. Overall, I thought in my uh, summation of it, I thought it was an awesome show from start to finish. Um, the crowd, I love seeing all those people in the crowd. I mean, even on Wednesday night and Thursday nights, I heard the live stream did awesome. Did you hear any live stream numbers? I didn't hear any numbers, but it, you know, we, a uh, bunch of us were talking and it's like, it, it has to be the largest live stream tractor pull because yeah. there's nothing going on. You know right. what I mean? It's like everybody gets together and, you know, has parties and, you know, so if you're not in Louisville, you're, you're watching it. So yeah. I think it would do very well. I, have, I haven't heard any numbers. Okay. I'll try to, uh, I'll try to see if I could find out something, but yeah, that, that'd be awesome. I'm just curious. I mean, I, I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm yeah. curious myself, you know, but, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I think it was probably a record year for him. I think live stream was probably record numbers as well. Uh, Howard Overman watched live stream. The music in the background wasn't a good thing. I kept telling the wife they need to kill that music. Very annoying. It was better by Saturday. Um, I thought the music was a little bit too much at times, honestly. Uh, 
I don't mind it from time to time. It felt like you guys had to kind of fight to get back control when you were talking for them to turn the music down. Not a little bit like that, it seemed, because yeah. it would kill our mics at, at one point. So, because Miles and I looked at each other like, your mic dead? Yeah, my mic's dead, you know, and they would, they would oh, do shit. that, so, but. Yeah, uh, but uh, there's Miles back. I don't know what happened to Jason. Uh, <laughs> Jason, are you there hope somewhere? hope he didn't go to cornfield. <laughs> well, there he is, okay. Yeah, I just been, um, you know, you guys, uh, like you said, we have four announcers on here. I don't need to do much tonight, so I'm just chilling. <laughs> are, are you, are you close to home, Jason? No, I was, so I had a, um, I was working at my Janesville, Wisconsin office today, and now I'm on my way to St. Louis. Our uh, USA Mortgage corporate office is in St. Louis, so I'm going down there for a couple of days. Well, that's so right. I'll be down there, be down there about midnight tonight. I, I heard so, you do home loans. I do. Yeah, I do mortgages. So. And all, <laughs> I can do all, uh, every state except New York, and Dylan Owens, Tom Owens' son, the Ramblin' Rose, wants to buy a house and I can't help him in New York. So I'm trying to find him a lender in New York. New York has so many crazy laws. So I'm trying to find. So if anybody's watching and knows a loan officer or a bank in New York, let me know because I need to hook up Dylan and help him out. Cause I told him he was at the trailer one night and I might've been drinking and I told him I'd get him pre-approved. And then he called me like last week. He's like, Hey, remember that? I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember that. Really well. And it was kind of funny. So Miles, you're an announcer of the, the the most surprising thing that ever happened to you at a pool that left you speechless. Oh gosh. <laughs> wow. That's like, that's like asking Dan Mayer a question. Well, I can, I can, tell I, you. I want to play, I want to play a game. One. Let's stop Dan. I want to so, type some of the comments if Dan can't answer. Oh. Give me bucks. <laughs> the most surprising or the most embarrassing, which one? Both, um, both, both, both. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Both. So, um, yeah, most surprising. Let me think on that one. Most embarrassing was definitely at Henry, Illinois. Um, and, and there were, I don't even remember how many trucks to tell you, probably 12 to 15 diesel pickups and I'll, I'll just put you both on the spot dan will remember this but do you remember the truck that van hasley's son kurt used to drive yeah coming at you no um shoot what do you call it what do you call it it's in wisconsin now silver remember silver orange yep what did he call it do you remember mayor um yeah his was uh <laughs> something with the name miles is not saying the name for off constantly yes off constantly. and so i here comes a fellow to pull and i stated ladies and gentlemen we're going to see if he can beat off constantly <laughs> <laughs> and boy, uh, miles. <laughs> uh the the chaplain for pullers for christ was standing directly <laughs> behind and uh, he said, what did you say? <laughs> you know, just, just as, uh, as I'm conversing and telling the story, I had no idea. But, uh, <laughs> man, most surprising. That's a difficult one. I'll have to really ponder that. There have been some, you know, pretty awesome storylines. And, I mean, I would have traded spaces with Dan Mayer to be in Waynesburg the year that Colin <laughs> Diesel. Oh. 
um, you know, the first time that he he actually won Thank that you. class, Alki. Yeah, I would have yeah, traded. I would have traded that one in a heartbeat. Um, you know, Man, Miles, you're taking my moments from me here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I would have traded with you for that. Sure, but uh, there were, you know, there's been there's been some pretty awesome ones. I you know, I think about Don Masterson at Louisville um, a few different times where you know the I got the goosebumps on my arms just watching. Now I wasn't on the mic for those. Um, you know, I guess if there was one I was truly on the mic for that, that, uh, you know, kind of captured me and really left me speechless. Um, Saturday night at Bowling Green, you know, when Carlton Cope um, with the Warpath made a full pull, that would, that was a pretty big night in terms of the crowd and the energy and the excitement. Dan, how about you? Well, Miles had mentioned the uh, the most exciting there was was Colin Ross uh, over in Pennsylvania. There, that was that was one of those moments where it was, you know, can he do it? You know, it just worked out a perfect uh, perfect storm kind of thing. That was, uh, I'd have to say, and and then then too, like um, the Farm Show nineteen when Don Masterson uh, was able to lead you know, the, lead the announcing into Miles' dad, Butch, his final call with Don Masterson. That was, that's something I'll never forget. You know, that was, uh, you know, Butch's last call there at the farm show and, you know, had a, had a hand in that. So that was really cool. Um, just one of those great feel-good moments. And then I'd say most embarrassing had to be, uh, I would say, Barry Bohr up in uh, Hillsborough, Wisconsin and uh interviewed him and he had just won the class and he just he just started going and f-bomb f-bomb and i had to pull the bike away and i wasn't expecting it you know it was one of those things but he just all of a sudden and it was like okay we're done with this and yeah it was, so that had to be probably the most embarrassing thing that i've ever uh, and you know you weren't expecting it so it was like you know where's this coming from but but yeah that was uh that'd have to be it I, I, I can go back. Uh, Miles, this is your dad was doing a TNT pool, and I think it was down south, maybe in Virginia or North Carolina or something. And he was interviewing Chris Holdorf. Yeah. And uh, he had just taken the lead, and he's like, "Chris, you know, you think that's going to hold up?" And you know, Chris started talking, and and he said, "Oh, Lamont will probably beat me the turd." He called him a turd, and I, you never heard that back then. <laughs> I just the look on your dad's face, I could tell he was like, you can't say that. But he, he got it in there and it made it onto the show. It was kind of funny when watching it. And you can still see that now. I watch it on, on uh, YouTube. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I've got that one on uh, YouTube channel there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. But I was watching it. It was hilarious, but I'm sure that was. Uh, it, he he kind of didn't know what to say after he said that. He, he, he was great. He was, you never knew what he was going to say. That was. You know, he was he was a character that was uh... yeah and you know that goes into you know pulling could use some characters like that there's some out there you know he was a character people liked watching because it he was kind of the john force of pulling back then. right i'm never right. forget the year that billy beers and ld nation started rolling around in the middle of the winter circle at bowling green one year that was uh 
That yeah. was a pretty interesting one. But yeah, Holdorf, Holdorf was a, uh, he was a whole other animal, like on a totally different level than, than I think a whole lot of people have messaged. And I've traded, traded some messages with him um, back in the day about trying to get back. He'd actually gotten into some, some drag racing, I think, some pro mod racing or something like that for a while. But, um, you know, you go back into the roots of those guys and, we, we 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 could sure use a little bit more personality at times. Guys like like him, and uh, there were there were others that were just uh, just monumental personalities that made made an interview or you know the environment just they just brought it like crazy. Well, yeah. you know what's interesting about like this tire deal with the two wheel drives. Remember when the CPEX came in? I mean that was mid eighties. <laughs> Yeah. And they were, you know, Holdorf. I don't know what he paid for a set of tires there for, you know, he bought them from uh, Jim Brockman, you know, but, you know, that was when they transitioned from the Firestones to the CPEC pulling tire. Yeah. And only a few had them. And it was, you know, you had to have them. And, uh, you know, that was the uh, same kind of deal. You know, it's interesting how, you know, history kind of uh, repeats itself here again, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, you're speaking, uh, for those who don't know, the Nichols tires went one, two, three in the finals in the two-wheel drive class um, there Saturday night, so that was, that was pretty cool. So I think there may be, uh, yeah, I, I don't think there would be any better way for them to sell tires than to go one, two, three at Louisville. <laughs> yeah, that's like, winning, that's like winning the Powerball. <clears throat> yeah, somebody's phone was ringing uh, yesterday morning and this morning, I'm sure. For sure. So... Well, Jason, we can wrap this up. I mean, I don't want to keep you guys too late. I know Miles is uh, putting kids to bed and he's got lambs to deal with. But um, uh, Dan, Dan, and Miles kind of like, obviously, are you guys doing the? Have you guys heard? Are you doing Mac Trailer again on April first? Or yeah, we'll be we'll be at the Mac Trailer show, and then um, we were supposed to. Um, I'll be at Shipshawana here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, okay. I was supposed Miles, to be Miles is supposed to be with me, but he's got to go out to. Vegas. I've got a lot of Vegas for the Con Expo now. I was uh, my bosses uh, have we've started a new partnership with a company called Wolf Heavy Equipment, and I've got to fly out to Vegas and work a booth out there for a few days. So I'm gonna miss the Ship Shawana show, unfortunately. But you know, sounds like a rough gig, Miles. I want to go back to that, you know, that idea real quick of 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 uh, the Mac show, and I don't want any anybody to think for a second that. Um, <clears throat> That Louisville isn't Louisville. It's a neat venue. Freedom Hall is awesome. Um, you know, pulling it opposite direction made a big difference in terms of the experience and um, the way that they staged all the competitors in Freedom Hall. Uh, took away the first basically level of seats all the way around the venue. So, you know, a full house in there would be about eight or 9,000. And so it does have a totally different feel than, than uh, the farm show. And I think, you know, as an announcer of both, uh, like I said a minute ago, it, it, I don't want to take anything away from the Mac show um, because it was a really neat deal. It didn't have the same kind of intensity or feel, I guess, is the right thing to say about farm show. It's just farm show and just everybody's amped and ready. Um, but they were pulling for $10,000 to win. <laughs> and uh, that's a pretty good chunk of change. Uh, nice. So, you know, there was still an element of intensity and, an element of um, let's go get this done, you know. 
Yeah, I thought last year, you know, with the Mac trailer show, I think the, you know, the cool part was, you know, they took like the top, you know, six PPL, the top six NTPA guys and girls and mixed them all up. And I, I thought that, and like Miles mentioned, you know, going for 10,000 to win, it was, uh, it was a neat, uh, a totally neat deal, you know, and, and the crowd too was 180 degrees different. You know, we talked yeah. a little bit about that earlier. This, yeah. the truck show crowd was, you know, I don't know if, you know, a lot of men been to a pole before, but it was really a, just an energetic crowd and, you know, they were, they were into it and it was, it was really neat. So it's, uh, be interesting to see how it builds for this year too. And what are the dates on that? The Mac, the Mac show you're talking about? What are the dates? April 1st. April 1st. Saturday, April 1st. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I think the purpose of this show was to kind of show people the, the men behind the microphone, you know, the voices behind the microphone and, and, and talk to you guys, let people get to know you a little bit and get your feelings on the, you know, the farm show. I think, I think everybody in this uh, on the show right now thinks it went great and are looking forward to 2024. Um, you guys have a busy seasons ahead, I assume. Yeah, it's um, looks like busy as ever. You know that uh, once once summer hits and <clears throat> we'll be uh, you know all over the place. Um, Got to do a show with you, Ron. I haven't done one with you. More selective. <laughs> Well, uh, Cowtown 2024 is uh, already in the works, so <laughs> just throwing that out there. Okay, that's, I, I'm not uh, I'm not as involved in all the shows as Dan is now. I I, I uh, we show more sheep than than tractor pulling these days, it seems. But uh, I'm going to go to maybe six or seven, and that'll be that'll be a lot for me. So, okay. But thank you for what you guys do, and and. Uh, Thank you for having us and inviting us and, and absolutely uh, yes carrying the yeah. carrying the banner of these podcasts. So it was great it. to uh, great to have you know you guys are well known announcers, famous announcers, and just coming off a farm show, it was good to you know to show Dan's face and Miles' face to the outlaw to the outlaw crew. So we really appreciate you guys coming on tonight, and thank you again for all your help um, with uh, full pull bets and that presentation. Sure. You know, Dan and I were supposed to, to be the color guys if uh if it got a little long-winded or whatever but man dan and i looked around and that 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 room was full of engaged people and dan's like don't do nothing jason just shut up like, yes, sir. <laughs> so, yeah to, it was uh, is they had they, you know miles had the the audience they had them in their lap so it was you know everybody wanted to hear what it was and you know and it, it's you know the, the sky's the limit that's the you know just just if everybody just you know kind of just sit back and you know see Let what's going to happen and you know keep the negativity down you know that's just listen and see what happens you know yeah well my final word i'll throw at you is i do want to congratulate mr bennett as well i, I know i talked about my dad's induction <laughs> it, was, it was good to see dave and i want to congratulate him on his induction to the hall of fame as well as all the others so thank you again gentlemen i'm going to jump off of here and and get ready to get my oldest to bed so thank you again Miles, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. Thank you. Great job this year. Appreciate thank it. You. And Dan, thank you for coming on. Uh, thanks for doing the farm show. I mean, you have a very recognizable voice. You know, it's it's easy to tell. You know, and Miles as well. You know, you, when you hear that voice, you know, you know it's going to be a good tractor pull. So, yeah, I wasn't sure if you were going to have Mr. Bennett on. I wanted to. Uh, I tried one final, uh, one final ribbon there, but uh, no. Uh, <laughs> 
But, I tried. Uh, congratulations to him, really. That's uh, that's a awesome deal, and you know it's kind of tough keeping everything under the hat there. But uh, but yeah, it, uh, we, you know we should set up a roast, Ron. <laughs> oh, that would you know, be. Yeah, let's roast Bennett. Let's um let's get a bunch of announcers on here some night. Oh wow, what a great so idea! We can have, well, seriously, we can have up to ten people on the show at one time. So that, <laughs> that would be, be uh, fun. That would be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, right? that would I be, think uh, he'd like that a lot. It would be now. I, I I did call him and he said he was hauling some equipment to Nebraska and wouldn't be able to come on. And I, like I said, I tried to get a hold of Leslie as well, and she was on the road. Uh, but yeah, Dave, I spoke earlier about getting all of us on here and getting us all to shut up would be hard, but because uh, you get have a bunch of announcers on here together, I'll talk to Dave Bennett on the phone, and it'll feel like fifteen minutes, and I'll look at the phone and it's dying. It's like we've been talking for two hours, Dave. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Thanks, Dan, so much. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, look forward to seeing yes. you out on the road this summer, and uh, especially and at the Mac Trailer deal. I mean, I'll probably be there. So okay, good deal. Um, if I see you, you know. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you. you guys. You know for everything you guys do too. I mean, like you say, it's uh, you know carrying the torch, and you know everybody, you know, you know represent the sport the best we can. That's you know, and and that's what yep. uh, you know, that's what it's all about. Let's get it out there and take it to the next level. You know, that's yeah, absolutely. I think we all have a common goal there. So, Dan Mayer, appreciate it, buddy. Have a good night. Thanks. Thanks, yep. Thanks guys. We'll see you. All right. Yep. Bye. Ron Stone, well done, sir. That was fun. That was cool. That was cool. Um, what's that? No, super that fun. was super fun. Yeah, super fun. Super califragilisticexpialidocious. I thought you said super farm. My mind is thinking about pulling, and you said super farm. I'm thinking super farm. So, yeah, those guys. Uh, great show this year. Great. Yeah, it's awesome. It, it about wore me out, and I really didn't party this year. It just wore me out, man. Long uh, day. Saturday <laughs> is the one that really gets you because it's just bang bang, and it's you yeah. know the fourth day. So, um, who was our best? Um, who got to the finals? Who are our best finishers? So four-wheel drive mod trucks. Two of the top three came out of the Outlaws, correct? Skelton and Miller. Yep. Uh, Charlie Miller took second in modified four-wheel drive, and uh, Skelton took third. And Skelton took third. Of course, he was the third. defending champ from last season. He won it last season. And um, then um, we had uh, then Metting made the but finals. But Metting won his preliminary, went to the finals. Uh, where did he end up? I don't remember where he ended last. up. Last overall. He had some. He ended up last. Yeah. Um, uh, Bowles, uh, yeah, second place. That's second place. Uh, had the hook again. Uh, I think he did some damage. He had a big old pop there at the end. I'm not sure what happened to that, but yeah, alcohol uh, likes had, the pop. Had the hook twice, and uh, the first pull was awesome. And then they reset the sled after two tractors and had to come back. Um, he ended up, yeah, and Claypool's tire, man, that was wild. Chandler got a great video of that. We've been sharing that around. So, yeah, now there, there was rumors that he had no screws in a tire, which is, that's impossible. He, and I talked to him that night, and he said, no, there were 60 screws in that tire. He said, there's, it was. Yeah, Eric and John, they know better than that. Yeah. So, and I talked to a lot of pullers, and they said that was probably one of the best Louisville tracks they've been on from a power, you know, from a horsepower standpoint. It was taken. Really? So, yeah, yeah they, it wasn't greasy. So we talked about that a little bit got, last night on the Badger State show. 
they said the dirt got to lay in there a little longer and they got to work it a little longer so it settled down a little bit and they were able to pack it a little better well, it's so. hard, you, know, you don't realize that it's on top of concrete you know we're used to outdoors where that moisture can just come up through well there's no moisture in the concrete you right. know so it they have to put it in it and let it sit so no that's what i've heard too ron so my guys were shifting down this year more than in the past into yes, those uh, lower lower gears so well good yeah, deal congrats. Ron. yeah congratulations to all the outlaws that got to go the outlaws that, that finished well congratulations to all the winners and all the pullers that got to go from all organizations it was a great uh national farm machinery show championship truck and tractor pull I, I, two thumbs up so and good job tonight getting Miles and Dan on. That was pretty neat. So um, it, the pulling season is going to be here fast now, and you know it. I mean, we're literally just a couple months away, and it's going to be balls to the wall. So yeah, but it's going to be fun. So outlaw season officially starts when? Is it Sedalia? Uh, very up first Saturday in June, uh, Sedalia, Missouri. The Dream Factory pull, charity pull for the yeah. Dream Factory there in Sedalia. Um, Looking forward to it. And then, yeah, once that starts, man, it's it's off to the races. Um, yep. I'm excited about all the, uh, you know, the shootouts and the the uh, uh, sweeps we've got coming up. We're still working on new stuff. You know, we've got a, a big smoke shootout coming up right off the bat uh, from White Wright uh, to Rock Valley. Diesel super stocks are going to be competing for, for 5000 extra dollars in the big smoke nice. shootout. So uh, then you got the nice. organics midsummer sweep. Uh, yeah, it's so cool that they came on board. We'll be talking about them more in the future. Yes, so. absolutely. They're going to be doing some big things for pulling. So, for you, Ron, being you know being an announcer and obviously being the vice president of the Outlaws and just being very very involved, what's it like for you to sit back and watch? Um, pretty refreshing to just sit there and watch. I mean, uh, I can't help but look down and see what's going on over here in the staging area. And I'm kind of guilty of, of texting, uh, like I texted Miles a couple things that I seen going on, just to kind of give him the inside scoop, you know, uh, of what because they were at the other end of the track, and you know they're over here, you know, putting a spark plug in uh, Theobald's tractor where he, you know, he blew one to the, you know, to the rafters, you know, in his first yep. pull, and just things like that. You're you're still looking at things. You know, right. like what is an announcer? You're looking, you know, for to see exactly what happens so you can, you know, uh, interpret it, translate it to the crowd, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm a pulling fan, you know. I'm I'm that guy that wants to see the first tractor go down the track and the last one, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah whether whether it's a mic in my hand or not, I, I, I love it. So, um, nope, I agree. I agree. It's going to be a going to be a fun summer. It's going to be a fun future. The, uh, the future is very, very bright for the outlaws and, and pulling in general. And, you know, Kurt was really excited just to see those big crowds down there, you know, as the owner of an association, just to see, you know, basically record crowds, if you will. Encouraging, yeah. Yeah, just makes you feel good. Like, hey, we're just, this thing's heading in the right direction. So, yeah. And, yep. you know, there was a lot of knee jerk reactions uh, on social media to the pull, pull bets thing. And I, I think once people get the whole story, uh, a lot of the assumptions are, are, are just that, and they're wrong, you know. How well, like Ron, I said last night on my show, if you don't, the outlaws, the NTPA, and the PPL would never have signed up if money's not coming back to the associations and the pullers. Everybody wants a number. Everybody wants a percentage. 
guys, it's a brand new business. You, they're not, they can't do any of that yet. There's no way that the NTPA, the PPL and the outlaws would say, yeah, yeah, just come in and make a bunch of money on this. No, never. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a, a step uh, and the way that that the outlaws, the way that PPL, the way that NTPA see it is we're going to get some new eyes on the sport. We're going to get some new eyes on pulling and I think we're going to gain fans from it. And I think that's what we're looking for is bringing pulling to that next level, getting some some more eyes on it, some more fans uh, introduced to the sport and hopefully building even a larger fan base which is better for the future uh, of pulling. And it looks like we lost Jason there. So, so we'll leave it at that. Um, hope everybody uh, had a good time with uh, the show tonight. Hopefully everybody that went to the farm machinery show and watched it on the live stream had a great time. Uh, we're excited to go pulling this year. Tune in next Tuesday night, every Tuesday night at 7 PM central. Uh, for Outlawed Live uh, with me, Ron Stone, and, and Jason Schultz. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, have a great night.